You started up Lini's Bakery 10 years ago, um, but you were doing lots of stuff before that. So what were you doing before? Um, 10 years ago, actually, I didn't do a lot of stuff because I was 23 and actually in my last semester of my studying in pharmacy. Wow. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know that the course was going to be so tough that at the end of the day, I was diagnosed with depression. So at that time, my family and I didn't know much about this illness, you see. So all I knew was I wanted to cry, be away from people and just hold up in my room. So basically, there's nothing much I was doing. All I did was just waiting for my parents to come home every day crying and it repeats again and again. But you were still going to classes and everything also? Uh, no, I actually stopped the pharmacy studies. Yeah. Right, right. In what year of your pharmacy studies did this get so critical that you stopped? Uh, in the third final semester. Wow. Right. So you were, yeah. you were almost at, at the end, but then that's when things get heavier. There's a lot more yeah, yeah. on the line. The right? studies at the last semester was really, really tough for me. And uh, my parents actually asked me to stop studying and brought me to a psychiatrist. And then I was diagnosed with depression. Okay. Did, so, did, did it come up a, even before that at, at, at all at any time? Yeah. They will have symptoms coming up before that where you will start feeling really, really fearful and then you'll have anxiety attacks and also I actually brush them away and just focus on the studies. But till a point where uh, I knew that I couldn't cope, so I told my parents and they immediately brought me to psychiatrist. But at that moment, we didn't know much about the illness, mm. see. And how long prior, I mean, like, what was the sort of lead up to it? When did you start to feel off, not right, fearful? Oh. Was it a long time before you yeah. were actually diagnosed? Uh, no, just a while. Maybe months, months, la. Okay. Months prior to that. Okay, so basically your final year was your yeah. sort of, I guess, journey the towards... Point. Yes. Yeah, and the okay. straw already brought that camel yeah. back. Right? Yeah. yeah, okay. So, all right, so you were diagnosed and, and sort of put a stop to your pharmacy studies. What were your decisions then behind starting up your own bakery business? Yeah. Because, you know, starting <laughs> A, starting a business is stressful. And yeah. B, you know, were you actually even a baker before then? Yeah. Um, I knew I had to do something about my illness instead of solely relying on medications. Crying my days away was not the way out. I knew something has to be done now. Mm. So on top of it, I wanted to make money for the medical bills to alleviate my parents' financial burden because the medications and as well as the consultations are actually not cheap. Right. Mm. You see? So I think both of these factors were the driving force in starting Lily's Bakery. Did you bake before? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about baking and I know nothing about molding figurines. So it's all brand new. But back in my mind, I knew that I had to do something because I've been crying so many days, you see, so many months and all. You know what's incredible to me as someone who was dealing with a lot of fear and anxiety and um you know, it's a lot of the unknown out there, which is such a huge pressure on you. You chose to dive headfirst into something you knew nothing about, which actually shows how brave and strong you yeah. are, you know, <laughs> that you were like, you were confident enough in yourself 
to take on something brand new knowing you could figure it out. Was that a true assumption? Mm, it was more like going in knowing nothing about it. I didn't even think about whether I was brave or what. I just knew that I had to do something because seeing my parents getting worried every day and um, I just knew something had to be done. So out of all the different things you could have chosen, why bakery? <laughs> why baking? Why cakes? Uh, actually, I have dogs at home, puppies at home. Okay. okay. Actually, it started out with baking cakes for dogs. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I actually love my dog a lot. So we are we. I wanted to bake cakes to commemorate their birthday. You see, so I started off selling cakes for dogs first. Then I think further. I say, uh, there's a kid which is uh my friend's kid who wanted a birthday cake and asked me to bake for them. So I was like, okay, let me try. Let me give it a go. So when the cake reaches her hands. I see her smile and you know it brought happiness to me you see so i knew that i wanted to make more kids smile you see so then i started baking for humans instead of dogs <laughs> okay. okay um just incidentally do you still do dog cakes uh no oh that's a shame <laughs> oh, yeah i have two dogs okay um what were some of your challenges in growing your business or starting your business and then growing it mm. I would say there will be three main challenges, you see. First, appliances such as mixer, oven, and tools are very costly for one who is not earning like me that time, you mm. see. I could only ask for the minimum for my parents as they are already paying for my medical bills. So I just make do with what I can with the basic necessity to build Mini's Bakery. Elaine, can I just mm. ask a massive favor of you because we really want to hear your story. Don't read. Okay. Don't read. You know this. This is your story. So you can look at it as pointers, but darling, when you speak from the heart, it's amazing and you're so engaging and you're so wonderful. And okay. then when you when you second guess and you read, it's like Eileen, but it's a much more sort of tempered down. But when you're actually talking straight to us, your eyes are shining and you're amazing. So you're amazing. Yeah. Let's okay. just try it out. Let's just try it out. Just try it out, okay? Okay, okay. so Besides the equipment, what else were challenges for you? Uh, challenges next was, uh, actually, I know nothing about baking. <laughs> That's a big challenge, yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about baking and molding skills, you see. So, uh, it was really tough at that moment because customers are requesting for various kinds of different types of uh, cake design, you see. And the skills I have are not suited for their designs right yeah so uh classes and courses out there also are quite costly so mm. we actually i actually browse through youtube seeing the videos nice. again the best kind of teacher yeah. right yeah. yeah okay so cool that's all yeah and then i think the final challenge i have was um my depression my own demon mm. yeah that's the biggest challenge that i would say now, actually, you know what? If I if I were to say something, uh, I don't because your depression, knowing that you had an issue, knowing that you wanted to handle it, was already powerful for you. You could handle it. To me, I think the biggest challenge was actually not knowing how to bake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's even bigger challenge, actually. To be honest with you, yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest challenge is my depression and not 
the outer challenge right, right. you see. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it must have been incredibly hard for you, you know, um, dealing with your depression, building your business. So, with that in mind, how did your depression affect your business decisions? So, you had to get equipment, you had to figure out how to do the cakes, you had to deal with the orders. Can you walk us through how, you know, this depression of yours affected everything and how you managed it? Hmm. Since when I uh, when I started off the bakery, I'm still under medications. You see, so most of the time I'll still be uh, feeling anxious, sad, thinking negatively, thinking if I could continue on with the bakery, thinking if this is the path that I should go on. Mm. There'll be a lot of negative thinkings in a depressive mind. You see, <laughs> so. Talking about major decisions, I feel that uh, I am not capable to do to make such decisions. You see, like uh, how much order should I take in? What should I do? How should I deal with uh, customers? Most of these decisions are helped by my family. They will teach me, they will guide me, and then I'll slowly, slowly learn on how to cope with all this. Look. That's incredible, yeah. though. I mean, you have a wonderful support network, it sounds to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're really helpful, you see. Uh, In what way do you think your depression, which was a big challenge for you, was actually also an advantage for you in terms of how you did your business? Uh, because if me having depression, I can actually... I'm more sensitive to feelings. You see, when something changes, some people change, I will catch up, catch on that feeling really quickly. So, like, uh, when I'm dealing with customers, I, through their uh, wordings, through their sentences, I can actually catch how are they feeling, whether they are actually happy with my design or something right, like that. Right, right. So, it's helped yeah, you so be it's more... Actually a, yeah, it, it actually helped me become more sensitive to their feelings makes you more intuitive to sort of yeah, 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 right for yeah, them yeah. yeah that's an awful awful uh that's a strength yes yeah 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 i was it's gonna say awfully strength. awfully good superhero power exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like a superhero all right so managing you know long-term depression and a business is hard enough but you know when the pandemic hit it must have also hit you harder perhaps than most. Could you share your story of what happened to you? Mm, actually, um, before the pandemic hit, I was actually already well and two years off medications. Oh, Congratulations, nice. by the yeah, way. But when MCO was announced, the demon came back. It slowly crept back into my life. Mm. And then orders started drastically slowing down. The panic attack worsened and um, I'm always in fear. Mm. I fear of the whether I'll be getting the virus, fear of not being able to sustain the business. There are various types of fears. So my symptoms grew tenfold and started spiraling down. Then... Uh, it was when I started hurting myself physically that I got a job of reality that I knew that the depression had relapsed. Then we, I made a visit to the psychiatrist again. And then the funniest part was the psychiatrist told me, 
actually scolded me, scolded me, <laughs> saying that, uh, why did you take so long to come back? Mm. Yeah, so actually speaking to you now, I'm actually still on medication again. Well, you know, if, if someone's got diabetes, they need medication, right? And yeah. sometimes yeah, yeah. you have to look at it that way. Like, you know, if you have an autoimmune disease, you take medication. Sometimes you seemingly go into remission and then you relapse. know you need relapse and you need the medication again. And that's yeah. all that's happening with you. Yeah. Um, yes. But, but what was it though? I mean, like when you, was it watching too much news? Was it just yeah. hearing from friends? And because... I think a lot of people are going through a state where they're not comfortable also, where yeah. they watch the news, even myself. But what was it that really triggered you that goes like, you know, I, we, I don't mm. know how, when this is going to end. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, the f- biggest fear was my family members contracting this virus, right. mm-hmm. losing them. That was my biggest fear. Mm. So along with the news um, and then news from Facebook and then all those viral news, yeah. you know, it actually gives an impact, especially on a person who has a history of depression. You see, yes. I'm not sure about other depressive patients, but my mind spins and thinks more than normal, normal, normal people. Goes faster down the spirals, yeah, basically. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah you, it, it will reach till a point where you cannot even control the thoughts coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how did you manage your depression then? I mean, how did you you got to a stage you said you were self harming? Yeah. Yeah. But at that point, it was a wake up call for you. I'm very glad yeah. to hear that. Um, yeah, and you got the scold. You. you got the scolding. You got the scolding. Yeah, I got the scolding. So. Yeah. so how did I manage back? You see? Yes. Um, first and foremost, you need to eat your medications. Medication plays a big part into stabilizing the chemistry. Ke- yeah, the chemical on top of your head. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, with medication, I get a little bit more stable at times. And with help of family, like, I feel um, family supporting. My spouse, not forgetting, he's always there helping me go through this. What What do they say to you that helps you stay the course? That helps uh, you? Actually, my husband just let me cry. Mm. Oh, that's, that's really good actually to give yeah. you space to do that. Yeah, because if you are, to me, it's like if you ask a depressive person not to cry, or please don't think too much. It's actually pointless because yeah. it's not up to their control anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he would just let me, my husband would just let me cry, mm-hmm. it off, and then I would slowly calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not a pleasant... It's no. actually really good advice for people who yeah. have people who are depressed it's in their lives. Yeah. So thank you for that, sharing that, because I know that yeah. it's going to help a lot of people to hear sometimes all you need is the space and support whilst you're doing your thing. And if that's crying, just let you cry yeah, until just, you're out of that sort of crying jag. I like to call it a yeah. crying jag, you know. Yeah. But um, you know what? You won in life already just for picking the right guy to marry already because he understands <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Actually, my advice for like the my advice 
for people around us, it's more towards more like my advice is more for the people around the people struggling depression. Mm-hmm. You know, is to help them to make decisions, be there, be there for them when they are crying, and don't give up on them. Yeah, because yeah. it it does take a toll on yeah. the person caring for the one going yeah. through it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. Okay, let me just ask you then, you know, in what way, if any, was the creative aspect of making and designing cakes helpful with your depression? The actual making of it. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, designing cakes is in my zone, my calm zone. I could see it. Your face is just <laughs> the biggest smile that we've had so far thinking about yeah. making cakes. Okay, tell us, yeah. tell us about it. Uh, actually, molding a figurine from mush much of clay yeah. we mold it into something that is cute and beautiful it really gives me a sense of satisfaction and confidence that's not all when the cake reaches the client you can see the kids smile ah uh, that's when i feel that i'm actually useful to the society you see wow. and indefinitely help me with my depression yeah. it's all these smiles that makes me feel that uh, others because for me as a depressive patient smiling is actually very very important for me mm-hmm. yeah so to see them smile and happy with what i've done gives me the sense of confidence why did you take pharmacy you should have just gone into design or something right from the get go you you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> um do are your um you know when you when you think about sort of doing your cakes and everything is it a, a process of i'm just going to paint i'm going to mold this oh, we'll just eat that bit there <laughs> like are you eating as you're going cuz that would be me are like you eating when your I- profit <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the beginning yeah then after a while i know like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you get sick of it right it's a lot, yeah. Yeah. yeah um now you know tell us about your cakes you know despite all of your struggles you create the most beautiful and totally edible cakes yeah. and by that I mean the toppings that you were talking about just now so can you tell us a bit more about the toppings and the kind of cakes that you actually make mm, actually the selling point of this bakery is on the 3D figurines it's actually non-edible uh, it's made out of uh, soft clay non-toxic soft clay. Why we made it non-edible is so that clients can keep the 3D figurines as a memento right. of oh. special celebration. Right. You see, maybe like some other bakers, they use fondant to make the 3D figurines. Yeah, yeah. So you end up cannot, you cannot keep them. You have to eat it. You know, end right. up throw, yeah, and it's too sweet to be consumed. Right, oh, I right. see, so I see. They right. end up throwing them away. So, at Lily's Bakery, our figurines are not edible, but you can turn it into memento, turn them into toys, you know, even into keychains. That's nice. Oh, wow. How do you turn uh, your cake topper into a keychain? Yeah, you just need to get the keychain ring uh-huh. and then you just poke it in and then it'll be a keychain. Because oh. these soft clays are very light in comparison to fondant. Right. So it's actually... So you can actually... You, you are not just buying a cake, you know, and just eating away and throwing away. You can actually, it will remind you next time on, oh, this is when my son turned one. Oh, you know? wow. These are memories. Yes. You're yes. buying a good memory. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. Brilliant. yeah. Oh, I love it. What has been your 
favorite ever cake story that you've had to come up with and create a figurine for and make the cake for? Do you have a favorite story? Mm, favorite story? Actually, there are a lot, a lot of uh, different kinds of stories that I get from customers. One of them would be like, uh, there's a. Mm, actually, I don't remember. There's, <laughs> there's too many, is it? Yeah, there's just. Which too was your favorite, many. though? Your favorite cake that you ever made? Yeah, your favorite cake. Mm, favorite cake. Uh, I would say. Were there a few? Uh, yeah, not really. Did you ever make a figurine where you loved it so much you actually didn't? You didn't want to give it, give it, it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I actually love making figurines for kids. You see, so I uh, actually I think my favorite is when I actually turn the. Uh, baby figurines into a mascot meaning say for example if they like elmo i'll turn i'll make them wear the elmo costume and mold them up oh that's even cooler oh wow yeah right, right, yeah yeah, yeah oh, so cool. it will be more personalized for them you see mm-hmm. so they were like oh that's me in the elmo costume it's like Anne gettys yeah <laughs> yes right Anne yes. gettys the pictures everything the kids the are wearing babies yeah, yeah. and stuff i love that that's brilliant so but the cakes the flavors mm. The flavors we do have a variety of flavors. Uh, we have uh, it's butter cake. It has to be butter cake because it's on uh, it's a fondant cake. Right. So we have a variety of flavors like blueberry, orange, vanilla, lemon. There are a few various types of cakes. It not only looks good, it tastes delicious. Too. Yeah, that's I was going to impor- say yeah. that's really super <laughs> important. Okay. Love yeah, that. because there's a stigmatized is that fondant cakes looks good but they don't taste good yeah. because it's often true good. you know it's yeah. often true You it looks beautiful and then you eat it and it's like oh I could have made a vanilla cake better than yeah, this yeah you know? exactly so at Lini's Bakery we focus not only on the outlook but the taste as well yeah that's good to hear now um I don't know, Elaine, if you know this, but to everyone who gets to have a bit of spotlight on of, on Friday free plug, gets their own free plug created, composed by JD for you to use. Wow. Um, and I uh, just wonder uh, if you'd like to have a little listen to what JD's done. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, here we go. He was just looking for cakes for his mother. But there was nothing good that he could find He needs a big birthday cake for his mother One that's yummy and blows her mind He found a super duper ooey gooey yummy cake from Lenny's Bakery That he ate for the first time today A super duper ooey gooey yummy cake from Lenny's Bakery Forget the presents and flowers bouquet That's right, all you need is cake Lenny's Bakery cakes not only look amazing They will also tantalize your taste buds Check out their Instagram page, Lenny's Bakery That's L-E-E-N-I-E-S Bakery or WhatsApp 016-203-1698 to order. Lini's Bakery, customizing cakes for your tastes. A super duper ooey gooey yummy cake from Lini's Bakery. Go on and call them to order today. Wow. <laughs> Yay! <I like> it. <laughs> 
that's your free plug. You can put it off on your social media pages and uh, as your advertising music in the background. Thank you so much. Seriously, it means a lot to me. Really. Oh, it's a pleasure, sweetheart. It's our pleasure. Now, listen. Enough with the tears for just one second. Put a pause on it because I need to know how to order your cake. Yes. So does everybody else yes. listening? So tell us if we want to order your cake. Where do we go? Uh, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram at Lini's Bakery, L-E-E-N-I-E-S Bakery. And we can <laughs> we can message you and contact you from there and all the information's yeah. there. Yep, okay. all the information's are there. What's the range of prices? I mean, the cheapest one, the most expensive one, you know? Mm, range of prices, huh? You, I'm sure that you are aware that customized cakes are costly, yeah. more costlier compared to normal cakes in the market. Right. Yeah. So our range is starting price will be 250 right and the final price depends on the final product right see how yeah. how complex and how, yeah, how much yeah, detail yeah. you want right yes okay correct. you know what because it's not just a cake because uh there are memories uh connected to it you can keep it as toys and make it like keychains and everything yeah the memento so worth it i'm yeah. definitely getting one for for us maybe for our end of year Christmas party and everything. I think we should in fact I think we should bring it earlier and we'll we'll get in touch with you about which flavor we should exactly. try exactly <laughs> thank you very much <laughs>